0: People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog. Dog. But Sean Raz from Raz Radio. Yeah, he's hey. from Raz Radio. Raz are gone. I mean, you Sean, Mother F, and Raz. I'm with the Raz. I'm with the Raz right now. Where is Mother F and Raz? Join me,
1: Sean Raz, for the first 52. Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. RazRadioLive.com. The Simple Power of Truth. it's for a TF 52 flashback what happens now does she sue i would
2: she can't well who, who should go was well, she gonna go into the, co- the the same court the same people that get paid by the, the, the that are controlled by the, those those councilmen uh or council people it, it's it the, she's gonna involve in that game you can't fight city hall man they tell you you can but you can't
1: well until we all stand up and start uh you
2: know no 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 let's just stand up and ignore it It'll go away.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it'll just go right let's away. Do I try that with a kid, it doesn't happen.
2: Let's do our own thing, right? And forget what they're talking about and not pay their, their taxes and not abide by their, uh, unjust rules. And let's just live our life peacefully and, and have a voluntary interaction. And if there's a problem, you know, if somebody, uh, aggresses against us and steals our property or does something, then we, then we respond accordingly, you know?
3: I mean, that's a nice thought, but that's not the way it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice thought. That's the way it was. That's the way it that's should be. That's
3: the way be. it was, but it's that's not the, the way, way it was. is. So what do we do now?
2: Well, we do what they did, is they, we ignore the government. We we uh, demand, or we don't demand, we uh, make ourselves independent from the the forceful government, and then we start all over again.
3: Is so this something you foresee happening rapidly? and
2: oh it's gonna happen empires never come back they always fall yeah. i don't know if it's gonna happen in my time
1: and most empires uh, only last 200 years so we're actually ahead of the game at this point in time but we're at the at the end of our empire
3: you know how long fiat you, currencies you guys have a- feel like that and in, oh. in the state of the world right now
1: definitely just
3: just as watching so we feel like what you really feel like the empire will fall
1: oh yeah, the right now, right now. Not right now, currently? in the next in the next 10 years it's going yeah, to yeah. fall. You,
3: you feel like so the two of you Before feel like people are breaks. aware enough. You feel like enough people are aware enough. It has nothing for the to do the with empire to fall. No. It
1: has nothing no. to do with their awareness. It has to do with the the battle in this. No, were it doesn't. Russians,
2: were the Russian, with a population of Russia aware when the USSR fell? No. Not at Did all. They make it happen. No, it, it's the government fell. Were the people of Rome aware of what's go. going on? You know, were the people of East Germany aware what was going on?
1: No, empires wow. fail because they f- they 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 just it's, fail. That's just they're they're not intended to survive. They they they, <laughs> they they spend all the money, they take up all the resources, and they destroy the country that they're in. They're a fucking virus, just like from the movie uh The Matrix. They're a cancer. It's the yep. same thing. Hmm. So it's going to have to fail. It's gonna have to fall, it's gonna have to die in order for us to get past it. And fortunately enough, um, there is surviving it in the long run, but it's not gonna be a a pleasant situation. It's not gonna just, it's not gonna just go away. There is no treatment for it.
2: Hence the reason why I I have an escape clause. Or I'm trying to build an escape (laughs) clause. The escape clause. clause.
4: people always got something negative to say about you man. i don't get it I don't get it, I don't get it. Man, you guys do a great job great job we should be more appreciative I can't believe people Say you a hater just because we called for help and you came an hour later. Maybe you was extra busy stopping criminal acts. Some even said you pulled people over because they black. All of y'all do a great job keeping your scope on us, and I refuse to believe you would plant some dope on us. Had to be wrong if you busted in their residence. They even lied and said you created fiction, no evidence. I gotta commend how you handle situations. Shot a youngster, beat his mama, and got a paid vacation. I know it's hard being you, so why would they question? In everything you do, we know it's all for our protection. Passing through our neighborhoods, buying at night. Some cons- Considerate harassment and denying our rights. You had to have a good reason for attempting to hurt us. Cause I know that y'all would never ever do it on purpose. Ah. Dear Mr. Police Man, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Police Man, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hands. Dear Mr. Police Man, Them tickets you wrote for me costed over a grand. Didn't think that I was speeding, but you got me because. And since I know you wouldn't tell a lie, I guess that I was kind of struggling so to not pay them is threatening my freedom. Thanks for showing up to court to make sure I didn't beat them. And we don't make it easy when we see y'all coming. Instead of just letting you beat us, we be struggling and running. I know you hate it when we make you have to use that stick song. And by the way, the taser and that pepper spray did the trick. I'm still walking funny. Hope my vision kicks back. I know that I was wrong, sir. I'll never jaywalk again. Somebody told me you was jealous because their car was brand new. I said, the police jealous? That can never be true. Maybe one day I can be as clever as you. You care about us, so you monitor whatever we do. Ha! Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Mr. Policeman. Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Pardon me, Mr. Police Man. These cuffs are cutting off the blood flow to my hands. It's amazing how you kicked that dude all in his face and beat the case, even though they had it all on tape. I know you love the people in the hood. How could you fake it? And that missing drug money—I know you didn't take it. I don't understand why people accuse you of hate. I know you only follow us to make sure that we're safe. I saw nine of y'all against one, beating a brainless. That 65-year-old woman must have really been dangerous. Cleaning up. The streets is your top priority. You qualify for this. Why would we question your authority? You only working hard following training. Why the hell are the Mexicans and blacks complaining? You got to be the closest thing I've seen. The perfect and everybody that you locked up, they had to deserve it. Yeah. Dear Mr. Police Man, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Mr. Policeman. Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand.
5: Shut up to party your resistance up shut up to party you mess one of the warriors now the war shut up the women
1: offering is the truth, nothing more. I'm sure we got all kinds of crazy truth for you tonight on the First 52. Uh, It is uh, 6.15, I apologize my friends, we had some technical difficulties rolling into the show tonight, had to get all kinds of different things lined up, the internet wasn't working, nothing wanted to cooperate with me, I'm in one of those moods tonight, Dave already had to hear me ranting and raving while we were setting everything up. So it should be a fun show. we got James Wood joining us uh, in the second hour. About 7 o'clock, he'll jump on board. We're going to get the Guatemalan update from Fort Toad. We're going to talk about some of the crazy crap that's going on in our world here. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's just you're going to have to deal with me. I've had a rough, um, unenjoyable day for the most part. Honey, you over there, sweetie? I'm here. Good, good. And Fort Toad, we got you right. I'm here. We're back in our old way of mumble, so we should have no talkover issues uh the way we used to do it
2: right sounding good like i'm next door to you which uh, will
1: happen in three months <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're working on that one that's for sure all right guys welcome here you know it's a it's another tuesday it's been a long week uh we had a great show last week Lexi. i really enjoyed the show we had last week uh and Forto, we're glad you're back with us man the kid's not here he's he's on vacation with grandma uh so that's a good thing no 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 childhood interruptions as we as we move through the craziness. Let me breathe for a second, calm myself down.
3: Oh my goodness. Yeah,
1: you guys both know when I'm fired up, don't you? Usa. <laughs> well while
3: you're breathing, just an update from last week. Uh Bob Tuscan did report that his foot is healing nicely.
2: Wait a minute, and, what happened? Uh, <laughs> I saw a picture. Did he step on a fucking roof? No,
3: a pitchfork dropped into his foot? And basically, he had to wait for paramedics to get there.
1: And it was the paramedic that he made fun of a couple of days beforehand. Yeah,
3: it was, oh, you meant, no, that was the firefighter. Oh, the firefighter, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He was there too. It, but he, the uh, the, the f- yeah, firefighter
1: had it, taken aw, the, the you fire, you that? The yeah, firefighter so had good. taken the fire truck around the building to drop off the trash, and Bob, like, got on him for wasting tax dollars to drive the, 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 the trash around the building with the fire truck. <laughs> and then that's the first guy that arrives on the scene when he's got a fucking pitchfork in his foot.
5: <laughs> Imagine that, right? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it
1: is pretty funny. But it was a good show. We really had a good time. Uh, something I want to go off right from the beginning. I've been rallying on this, I've been sharing it, I've been posting it. Uh, a good friend of ours, Dave, you know him, um, Steve Pantera. Yeah. You know, from, from uh, the Bubble Love Sponge show. He's got a GoFundMe out there. Please go to my Twitter. Uh, go to my Facebook, check it out. If you got five bucks, you can give the guy. He deserves it. He, he, he needs it. He's trying, he's going through what Dave went through. Dave, you know the experience of trying to get disability yeah. and how hard it is to keep up on your bills, uh, when you really, really, really can't work.
2: Yeah. I, and, 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 you know, I was on food stamps, uh, 200 bucks a month. Then they, I think they even cut that down. It was $6 a day to eat. And that's all the money that I had. I had to keep borrowing money from my mother. And I'm not sure if he's got a rich mother or not, but I do.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think he does. He's he's dealing with uh, with life right now and trying to get through it. And, and, uh, you know, I'm sure he's he's making it, but he was in the hospital last week. He had another really bad seizure. They put him in ICU. They had to intubate him. He was in ICU for three days uh, because wow. of the seizure that he had. So he really can't work. He doesn't have a license anymore. He's not allowed to drive because of, of the seizures. Uh, so if yeah. you guys can...
2: You, you can't work when you're um, going for disability. You can't. You know? So you, you're fucked. You're either... You got no money, and you, you're uh, on the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You, 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 um, you're on the dole.
1: You have to be on the dole, basically. No, no. You're
2: just... The, 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 people have to give you money, basically. You know? Until, you know, the two years goes by, and then he gets $40,000 in one shot, and then he could pay that back. But it's not... It's not cool at all. It's it's it, the system is designed to fuck you over because they want you to die before you get that money.
1: Well, of course they do. They definitely don't want to give it to you. I know my, even my father. I mean, he's been on disability for some time now, but you know, even he had a struggle to get uh, to it. You know, and and fortunately enough, they had money. They they could deal with you know making it through it. But it's not something somebody should have to go through.
3: Yeah, but it depleted a lot of their savings it did deplete a lot of their savings i mean it takes away these people that try to you know plan for the future and then something terrible happens and here you are you're screwed you know
1: yeah it does kind of suck it it definitely does kind of suck uh so uh, let's start out with the guatemalan update for toad and i still got to get a sounder for this I, i don't know some kind of some kind of imaging to, to get into the Guatemalan update, but you know we didn't yeah. have you last week because you were traveling uh, with your landlord on the motorcycle. Have, you haven't crashed a motorcycle again yet, have you? No, I have not. Uh, I bet you that 15-year-old that was riding the exact same bike as you didn't crash the motorcycle at all.
2: Yeah, but he's <laughs> probably not hanging out at the bars. Drink it until fucking 9 o'clock at night either.
1: All right, I'll give you that one. I'll give you and, that one.
2: And... And he probably lives in a nice place, not off this. Have you seen the videos of the path I have to take in and out of here?
1: Yeah, I know, but the path. How how much injured could you get coming down that path? I mean, let's <laughs> be honest. Not, it's
2: not actually. I don't hurt myself dumping the bike. I hurt myself uh, burning my leg on the exhaust when I when I fall over with
1: it. Right. So anyway, um, so you, you traveled with your landlord. You got to Antigua. No, where was it that you went to?
2: Well, the destination was Guatemala City. That's about four and a half hours away from here. That's where the, the airport is. That's where the city is. That's where the, the crime is. <clears throat> and that's where the fucking traffic is. Uh, now, it was a sobering experience. First of all, you know, riding to Antigua was really cool. We took this road. You saw that, you know, the, I, I got to see a, uh, an active volcano, you know, <clears throat> Um and that was a great ride. Then I got into Antigua. And Antigua is an old town, right? And they like to keep it old. It's, Antigua, it's very, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, Antigua. Um, and it's very—it's—it's to- a little bit touristy and very gringo-wise. There's a lot of fucking English spoken there. There's a lot of white people, a lot of gringos. But the streets, were the it was the worst street I've ever been on because it's just cobblestone. And it's not even like they didn't even fill in the cobblestone between the stones. It—you, No one's getting a speeding ticket in this town, right? it rattled my the, my teeth out of my mouth it was so bad and i was like oh jesus christ i can i'm i'm never coming to antioch that's again. like yeah. going to
1: philly man there, there's, there's cobblestone streets in old old school philly in old town philadelphia and mm-hmm. it's the, the it's the same way you, you drive a car down there it's like Right. <laughs> <makes noise> but,
2: but 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 the cobblestones cuz downtown brooklyn has the same thing but the cobblestones are kind of uniform and they're, they're sort of big you know they're they're they're, sw- they're rectangular shaped right and it's it's bumpy because there's no cement in between. This is the cobblestone. These are just stones. They're not they're not they're oblong, they're round, they're they're fucking bumpy. It's, the, it's again, it's the worst, it's way worse than anything you can imagine. Right. I cannot do it just. But who's gonna fix the roads, uh,
5: Dave?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well remember.
2: Remember. I wanted anarchy, I got anarchy. You no. anarchy. <laughs> there's 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 positives and negatives to both things. Um, both what do you want, Dave? What do you want? <laughs> it's just okay, you know. I'm okay with that, but I just don't have to go back. So we get our hotel room, we drop our shit off. Right And now we're now we're heading out to. It's a two hour ride to Guatemala City, and from this point on, I'm going to call it Guat City or the city. Yeah, that's um, fine. And the roads about. were, you know, the roads were kind of nice getting in. It was highways, and you know, I got to see some nicer houses, you know, things I haven't seen because I'm in the sticks where I'm at. Right, so getting close to the city. <clears throat> you get to see better things, right? And as I'm driving through, as I'm getting closer to, to town, you know, I'm seeing McDonald's in every corner. You know, Burger King, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell. They have a fucking. They have Taco Bell. They have Chuck E. Cheese down here.
1: Now let me ask you. Let me ask you something. <clears throat> do, do the products seem a better quality than maybe what you've seen here? Like, did you stop at any of those? Oh fuck no. Now, I'm just kind of curious because you, you hear a lot Dude, of times it's, it's a different quality. It's actually a higher quality in other countries.
2: It's, it's probably better. First of all, you know, the soda is all real sugar. You know, there's no high fructose no. corn syrup. Right, 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 right. The meat is probably grown in the same fucking country.
1: We've got, got Mikey trained that, that if, he can have soda, especially if it's Mexican soda. And he knows what that means. It, he knows uh-huh. it's, it's the glass bottle Mexican soda. Right, right, right. The bar I, remember I go to.
3: When they opened a KFC in the mall in the UK, oh. and I was like, "Oh, oh my God! Mashed potatoes and gravy!" <laughs> but they didn't. Ha- they didn't have it on the menu. They didn't even have <laughs> fried chicken. Like you know how you can get a bucket of chicken.
1: How did KFC not have fried? It's, it's called had Kentucky fried, fried. Chicken. They had
3: fried chicken, but they didn't have like a bucket of chicken. They had just chicken sandwiches. It was the weirdest thing. It was nothing that's on the menu here. I was just so disappointed.
1: That's why you don't live in England.
3: Because the KFC sucked, no sir.
1: I do miss KFC. I could go for some KFC soon.
3: Anyway, sorry, sidetracked.
1: Yeah. Well, the Lexi Side Story.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> the
2: reason why I'm not eating any of that crap is because I've lost 40 pounds since the last time. Ooh, really? <clears throat> yeah. I'm down to about 205. I was about 245 the last time you saw me. Yeah, you're <clears throat> you're not too far off of me, Dave. Yeah, I might. I don't know if you could see it, well, but. But my, my, I could see it in my face. like My face is like really super thin.
1: It's thinned a little bit. I don't think your face is thin that much. you still got the jowls.
3: You look good. That's
1: because I'm getting older. You do not have <laughs> jowls. So, so anyway.
3: Don't listen to him.
2: So anyway. <laughs> so, anyway. so anyway. So now we're getting into the city, right? And we've got to go all the way across the city to the other side of the city. Now, I was, let's just say I'm, I was arrogant, right? Because here I am thinking, okay, grew up in Brooklyn, dealt with the fucking New York City traffic. You know, I can handle it all. Boy was I fucking wrong. Right? Um, the traffic there is retarded. I- if I had a gun, I would have used all my bullets, <laughs> Right? <clears throat> and I'm not an ag- you know, I'm not I-, I don't get angry like that, but I was I was afraid because here in in Guatemala, like all right, so in the states, you you're on a motorcycle, you have the lane to yourself, right? Um, nobody's going to come in behind you and stand and, stay, and get, stay next to you unless it's your friend. You know, you ride two by two or whatever. But you're in your lane. It's your lane, right? That's not the way it is down here. And um, they could lane split. You know what lane splitting is on a motorcycle?
1: Yeah, where you can ride down the basically down the line. These guys do it like it's an Olympic
2: sport, and they're great at it. Right? <laughs> and here's Dave riding through with his fucking 125 with the bash bars on it, so it makes my um, my bike three inches wider on each side. I can't tell you how many times I thought I was going to take somebody's mirror off, right? And as, I, as I'm going doing the lane splitting. Pete's in front of me. Pete's a better rider than I am because he's been doing it for three fucking years. Right. And I'm trying to catch up to him and I'm, you know, first gear, second gear, third gear and I'm flying through. I swear to God, there's one time, more than once, I had to tilt the bike sideways. To clear um, the mirror. Right, to clear, you know, because there was mirrors like one side would be, you know, uh, an SUV and the other side would be a car but if I came through it, I would hit both mirrors. I had to tilt it and and cut (laughs) through. It was just, you know, it would have been fun for 10 minutes. But I did it for an hour and a half to the other
1: side. Of the it would town. have been fun at 25, but at 48, it's not very much fun.
2: No, not at all, <laughs> and especially because they're they're just coming. Right, I'm not used to the whole. There is no safe zone. Like again, in the states, people people don't go up your ass as much. They don't give a fuck down here. They're up your ass. They're on your side. You know, they're whipping past you, and you know those chicken buses, which are old school buses. um, they had one, had a, an exhaust pipe. It was, in the, it was in the lane to the right of me, and I'm coming up. And he hits the fucking, he gooses the, the throttle, and I, this black cloud of smoke comes out the side in front of the front tire, in front of the rear tire. And I just drive through this, like it was in a movie, like I rode through this cloud of black smoke. So let me ask you something.
1: hmm. Uh, when you come back here, because you have to come back for a little bit, no matter what, you, that's just a requirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, oh definitely.
2: I, I'm I'm uh, I'm going to retire down here. You know, it's going to take me a few years. Like I I got that whole boat thing that I want to do in right. up by you, and I'll figure. You know, uh, every six months or so, I'll, I'll come back down. I'll spend a month or two down here, depending on you know my money situation. And then by the time I'm fifty five, fifty six, I will probably live here full time
1: in the town you're in, or that area you're in, or would you go closer to the coastline?
2: Uh no cuz oh god I got to tell you about the Eternal Spring right they call it's a uh, altiplano is what they call it it's the eternal spring dude it's it's 72 degrees right now and probably 75% humidity the clouds are coming in it's a little bit moist um but it is totally doable you know like i'm i i can't believe i will never spend well i will try not to spend another full summer in florida ever again if I, I'm coming, and this is the rainy season, this is the shit season down here. Right. But I will
1: come down June till fucking August. Well, it's the rainy season here too right now. So I mean, we've been right, getting right. It, our normal, you know, here and there storms. Right, and that's kind of what happens here.
2: Usually, rains in you know the, the morning is gorgeous, and then it rains you know later on in the day. Um, although two weeks ago it was raining for like three days straight, which sucked because you know I'm not am for me to leave this place, I got to trounce through two and three minutes of fucking mud. Just to get out to the street.
1: Knowing you as well as I do, um, I'm impressed with the amount of activity uh, you've been doing. I mean, you definitely are more active, uh, 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 trying to push a little harder. Uh, maybe it's because you have to, because you're you know you're kind of living like you are, uh, and that's that's good to see. I'm sure it's very healthy for you. I'm sure you feel a hell of a lot better, honestly.
2: Oh yeah, I feel 100 percent better. You know, in the states, I was running to gas at one o'clock. You know, I didn't want to do anything after that and then I would have to take a nap or whatever. Like if I was you know, if we were doing a show again, I would have to take a nap or blah blah blah. Plus I was drinking a lot more there. Although I
1: got Well, I was gonna say you're drinking down there. I mean you're going to 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 trivia night for free tequila, Dave. (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) I'm but I'm don't think I'm not watching you. Don't think I'm not watching you,
2: my friend. I'm social drinking. Like I, I don't drink in the in the apartment, which I was doing the first two months I was here. Right. I was, you know, I'd buy a, you know cheap bottle of rum and come back and drink it here and fall asleep, you know, blah blah blah. I don't do that anymore. I go out because it costs me a hundred Q, maybe a hundred and twenty if I'm if I'm partying a little bit too much, and a hundred.
1: Let me get you the the, the current. A hundred Q. I'm just going to guess. That's probably maybe twenty bucks. Sixteen dollars and forty-seven cents. So,
2: bad. so I used to spend one hundred and
1: fifty bucks to go out exactly, for one night. <laughs> exactly.
2: Right, we'd spend one hundred and twenty bucks, not one hundred and twenty Q.
1: Right, right, exactly. So,
2: so, you know, and and I and I know like half the gringos in here. Like yesterday, one of the one of my favorite things to do is.
1: Do, do, pe- wait, are gringos also English people? Like, is is everybody that's white a gringo? Yeah. Okay, so, so it in, doesn't matter what like, country you're from. If you're from a, right. a a a Western nation, you're a gringo. So you can be Russian, you can be uh, Italian, you could be. Uh, English, you could be American.
2: I, I, there's, there's, there, I, I have an, I have Canadian. a Canadian, Australian friend, right? I have a Canadian. Yeah, girlfriend. we know about
1: your Canadian friend. <laughs> uh,
2: I have a friend from, I think, Norway, um, who I just had lunch with a little while ago, and another guy from France. Um, so the, these are all gringos, you know, it's just, it, it's basically non-Spanish people <laughs> are gringos. Um, and I know them all. You know, I, I'm having such a great time down here. Like I, when I ride around town on the motorcycle, I'm always like, "Hey, what's going on?" Blah blah blah. Hey, what's you know? And just yesterday, I'm I'm hanging out at this bar called La Palapa, and it's, I've probably put some videos up on my page, but I get to people watch and I watch the cars and shit like that. And I was just going to sit there for a little bit, have a couple of drinks. The girlfriend was coming down to the gym, which was across the street, and I was going to go join the gym yesterday. Right, had the money in my pocket to go join the gym. One guy comes by, starts talking to me. Another guy, I meet another guy yesterday. I I had a fabulous conversation with him. Um, And it's just the drink started flowing. I saw the girlfriend go by, and I was just like, fuck it. I just kept (laughs) slamming shots (laughs) of tequila. And then another, the guy that owns Gringo's Locos, which is the bar I want to uh, run with you guys. We would would run
1: that shit. Um, Dude. See, Dave's already got us moved to Guatemala, honey. You see that, right? (laughs) Let's go. I want. I, I <laughs> She's want, like, let's go. <laughs>
2: I want her father to move down there to to compete with um, the the Smoky Joes. I mean, you see, I take pictures of the Smoky Joes. Now, it's okay food, but it's not
1: like really good food. You well, know? It's not salty food. No, it's not. Oh, Which, it's by not, the way, you know, I didn't even say this. I, I was really off in the beginning of the show, and I apologize. Uh, obviously, I want to welcome all of our affiliates we have uh, here on Raz Radio, uh, Disruption Network, Radio uh, Chaos mixler radio uh mixler dot com which is radio confluence and radio free blood and and we started with salty tonight so the first 52 is also live on salty this evening um didn't tell you that but yeah uh, so we we're growing we still have more go ahead with your story i'm sorry we
2: still have 20 people listening to us
1: yeah well, you know
3: <laughs>
1: it's still fun which which
2: i'm fine with because it's it's like you know it's like all my friends that's, a,
1: that's <laughs> exactly all your friends are hearing exactly what you're doing there. Um so you also had, Dave, not to, not to get off the beaten track, but something you posted this week that was, uh, you know, you're going to experience it no matter where. People are going to get angry at each other. Uh, you had your first murder that you've experienced there in Guatemala.
2: Yeah, uh, actually, um, where I'm, I'm looking, left out my window. You can
1: see the trail it happened on pretty much, can't you?
2: No, no, no. no. It's across the lake, but I, I could see the town. It, it would take the area. It would take me an hour to get there. Um, but yeah, it was the first murder. But it was a you know it was a it was a local that got murdered. And quite honestly, if I wanted to go around that way, there's a, there's that one volcano I'm pointing at. You guys can't see it, but <laughs> well, we can I've been see told, you. <clears throat> I've been told by a number of people that do not drive around that volcano. So that's the
1: bad side of of the area there. Right, right. See, was, here, was there a reason behind it? What, did, no, what, no, no,
2: no. I, I didn't see a reason. Uh, you know, nobody knows. Um, but you know, listen, in Tampa. You know, somebody got murdered, you know, uh, regularly. Probably 15 miles.
1: people got murdered, you know, yeah. in the past
2: 12 days or right. less. So so that's the thing is like, oh, somebody got murdered here. But <laughs> so somebody gets murdered in Florida all the time, you know, so it's not that big. And a Guatemala
1: deal. is only is one of the only uh, nations over that, that region that you can have guns. I mean, you can legally own a gun in Guatemala. One of three
2: countries on the planet. That has the right to bear arms in their constitution. Um, United States, Mexico, Guatemala. Oddly enough, they all touch each other.
1: Hey, now, hey, yeah. <laughs> go ahead.
2: So, um, yeah, so I am not, I am not worried about them. Plus, um, here in Pana Hachel, um they like the Gringos because they like our tourist money. They like us spending money there, so they they actually kind of protect us, and and they don't they don't stand for bullshit here. You know, um, the cops, they're sort of reactionary like that, uh, like in the States. Um, but they're not really busting balls, you know. I'm um, sure so they're not
1: shooting you dead. And we'll, we'll get into that in the second hour when we got James and we, we obviously have to talk about the Australian woman and a bunch of other stuff. You know, It's its not like this is a new thing. But I want to get into some other things before we move into the uh, into that hour. So just take a listen to this. If it's going to play for me. Are you, are you going to play for me? Hello? Did I turn the right one up, right? Yeah, that's up. I've been having technical... Oh, there it is. Uh, I hate these ones. Why... How did we... How did we get to this we don't talk anymore in a news story you're in a post-a-video that's just got words and you're not going to communicate what the words say. The Nevada Tax Commission has unanimously unanimously approved an emergency regulation aimed at solving the shortage of, guess what it is, road tax. Marijuana. Since recreational pot became legal July 1st, retail dispensaries have struggled. With about 100 growers in operation across Nevada, there's plenty of wholesale marijuana. The crisis has to do with the distribution and state rules over who is allowed to transport marijuana. In a concession at the alcohol industry, Nevada stipulated that for the first 18 months of pot sales, only wholesale alcohol distributors would be allowed to transport marijuana. Sorry, I had to let it catch up there. (laughs) When legalization took effect July 1st, 50 dispensaries in the medical marijuana business had been licensed to sell recreational pots. (laughs) but no alcohol distributors have been approved to transport it i i I got too far ahead now we did not we didn't know the demand would be this intense
2: bullshit it was the fucking it was the it was the liquor group that were like whoops uh, we can't uh, supply you guys because you know it's a threat to what they're doing.
1: The know? four of the other states where recreational pot is legal—Colorado, Wash, uh, Oregon, Washington, and Alaska—allow dispensaries to transport marijuana themselves. Go ahead.
2: Right, and, and now there's a now there's a uh, a quick fix. Now that the government has had to get together to undo the law that they had already done.
1: Right. So know, so because the- they fucked up. They, they, they made mistakes. Listen, look what's going on here in Florida. We overwhelmingly, finally, I think it was almost 70 percent, this last election, mm. approved medical marijuana in the state of Florida. The legislation is dragging their feet. They're doing stupid freaking things. They're not going to come up with an idea. And I saw something. I don't know if you saw it. I, I wish I could remember where I saw it. But there's a, there's some groups now that are, at this point in time, I think they have eight months from the election to come up with a law or else it's free-for-all. You
2: That's can- fantastic. I, I, hope, I hope they drag their feet so much that it becomes a free-for-all because here's the thing. The Florida legislature, uh, um, Charlotte's Web has been available in Florida since 2014 but yet has yet to sell one fucking ounce of that shit because they've been dicking around so long. Florida's fucked up and I'm glad I'm out of there and i got to be honest with you. Living in this country now for almost three months, I see the United States totally different than I did when I was there. Because I'm now living in a place where I don't have to worry about getting high and walking through the streets.
1: Yeah, you're not not scared of seeing a cop on the street, you know, different things like that. Which obviously, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of police violence all of a sudden spurring up again here in America. Here, here in the news feeds, Um, I'm sure you've noticed that that it's. I've been sharing a lot more of those stories all of a sudden. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's weird how it goes through a cycle, and again, we're going to get into that later. Uh, but it 's nice to see a problem that you actually have to make an emergency regulation to solve the shortage of marijuana right that that 's a great thing to see and i I hope that uh, I hope that the rest of us can realize that this is not a bad thing. I mean we should have the ability to touch into this or to reach into this this miracle drug that could you know, help a lot of people. You know,
2: I can't wait until um, years from now. It's going to take years till the, till the the medical industry or the or, or the doctors hybridize cannabis in such a way that it actually helps more and more people. Because you guys know that I, I use cannabis for pain management.
1: Well, know. we yeah, you know, we have family members and, and people we love that use it for pain management. Right. And the, you know, the negative side of it is
2: you know being high every day. You know, and I, sometimes I don't like it. You know, sometimes I don't want to be high. I want to be. I want to have a non-high version of this, and I can't wait until it gets done. I mean, Mexico just within the last month has legalized it, right? So it's gonna have uh, the, you know, P- Portugal, uh, Uruguay. All these fucking places are getting their shit together, and the United States, Florida in particular, is 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 dragging their feet behind this thing, and it they're on the wrong side of history on this. You know, a hundred years from now, they're gonna laugh. They go like, "Oh my God, years. You know, a hundred years ago." They did not allow this plant because they were afraid of it, and um, I can't. I, I, I want to experience a non psychoactive cannabis plant.
1: You know, some people, Dave, and I mean, you know me. You know how I operate and how I function. Mm-hmm. This, the, the psychoactivity does not affect me. It it doesn't it doesn't right. cause me an issue.
2: Well, that's 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 your medicine, you know. It, it's you are, you, your personality is altered or calmed down
1: by, <laughs> No, you're hyper. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very hyper in general. I need right. that, that depressant, you know, to bring me to a more level playing field. Otherwise, I'd probably be a very violent and um, a disruptive person if I didn't. I, Lexi, you've seen me when we ran out. I get crazy. I get wacky.
3: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> uh, wife she's smart she's not
2: saying a damn thing
1: <laughs> well, what? But, uh, it's true
2: Yeah, I got a friend of mine in Vermont who does his, who's the same thing he, he's been smoking every day since he's 12 years old he wakes up and does bong hits I can't I can't what that you know um, but that's you know he wakes up does a bong hit gets dressed goes out and, and deals with the world me if I did that bong, same bong hit I'd be sitting on the couch with my hand down my pants watching cartoons <laughs>
1: <laughs> al bundy style you know with your hands down your pants watching hand part. hand. oh just one, one hand to, yeah you only probably only need the like a finger or two just one hand has to be on the remote what's Jeez. that honey
2: nothing
1: you know <laughs> she looks she's getting fresh i i'm in pain i i didn't tell this story i fell off a ladder today at work and smashed my head on a golf cart on the way down it was kind of like so if I seem a little off, uh, I it, it is possible that I'm a little off because I might have did some brain damage or, or something like that.
3: Uh, you got to be careful there I, and know uh, what you're working with.
1: It was hot. It was it was 120 degree <laughs> real feel. You know, it was hot. I was coming down from the ladder after being out there for 35 minutes patching holes in a wall mm-hmm. and uh, I slipped on my way down. It was only two rungs, but you'll be okay. Yeah,
3: there's not even a goose egg back
1: there. No, there isn't. Well, that's because I hit the freaking the whole back You're of my head fine, on the one thing.
3: Sissy,
2: sissy boy. You know there are only two things in this world I fear, right? <clears throat> one of them is an angry black woman, and the second thing is a ladder. Like I, I, I totally fear ladders. Like I don't like going up them. I, I do it, but I don't shit years ago i used to go up 20 feet now i'm, I'm now it's just a regular six foot ladder place. dude i was
1: literally like maybe four feet off the ground when i slipped, but it's yeah, but the still, way i came down
2: right you fell and you still hurt yourself and you're on the second fucking rung ladders are dangerous
1: <laughs> yeah, they are i hate ladders i'd much rather run around a roof all day long than than walk on a ladder
2: yeah i'm not afraid of heights exactly if i get up to the roof you know if there's a, if there's a you know a uh, 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 an entrance to get on and off the roof, I'll do that, but I'm not climbing up a fucking ladder to get there. Like, I'm not afraid of heights at all. Anyway, well, I'm uh, sorry to hear that you fell <laughs> off a ladder. Yeah. Poor baby. It's just been. And, a, and the internet didn't go
1: on and we were having trouble with the audio. It's just everything's been. Trying you know what, me, Sean? You know I don't like it when you drink during a show. When I know. You could drink during a show. Well, <laughs> well, trust me, I am. That's why I just want and I have no other painkiller. If you get my meaning, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it's like, I, yeah, I have been drinking a little bit. Hey, do you see Fukushima is about ready to release a bunch of shit in the water again? Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's 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 the ones that they're telling you about.
1: Yeah, I mean what? They're what?
3: about to release a bunch yeah, of shit. Uh, Fisherman They've been sh- releasing no. a bunch of shit. Well, what the, are you talking about? Uh, here,
1: let me read it for you so you understand what I'm talking about. Fukushima or fishermen express fury as Fukushima plant set to release radioactive material in the ocean local residents and environmental groups have condemned a plan to release radioactive tritium from the crippled Fukushima nu- nuclear plant in the Pacific Ocean officials of Tokyo Electric Power Company the operator of the plant say titani- titium, t- tritium sorry poses little risk to human health, and is quickly diluted by the ocean. In in an interview with local media, I'm not going to even try to say this guy's name, he's the chairman (laughs) of of TEPCO, said the decision has already been made, he added, however, the utility is awaiting for approval from the Japanese government before going ahead with the plan and is seeking the understanding of local residents. The tritium, is building up in water that has been used to what does cool. What that
7: mean,
3: seeking the understanding of the local residents?
1: Uh, basically, like how does
3: one go about this?
1: It's basically it's, saying, deal like with it or shut up. Are
3: circulating a petition exactly. of, hey, are you okay with this? Because if not, I mean, I guess we won't do it. Come on. That's just bullshit.
1: Yeah, that's basically saying, uh, we're doing this, so shut up and deal with it. It's kind of like the U.S. government.
3: Heed my warning.
1: The tritium. You move. Do, do as I say.
3: I'm just letting you know this is <laughs> not happening. as I do. You might want to go somewhere else.
1: <laughs> the tritium uh. is a build is building up in water that has been used to cool three reactors that suffered fuel meltdowns after cooling equipment was destroyed in the magnitude nine earthquake and tsunami that struck northeast Japan in March of 2011. 2011. Uh, that's six years ago. Around 770. Tons of highly radioactive water is being stored in 580 tanks at the site. Many of the contaminate, contaminants can be filtered out, but the technology does not pre, pres, presently exist to remove tritium from water. The accident happened more than six years ago, and authorities should have been able to devise a way to remove the tritium instead of simply announcing that they are going to dump it in the ocean, uh, said Alan. Yeah, his name's hard too. And uh, <laughs> an anti-nuclear campaigner with Kaito-based Green Action Japan. They say that it will be safe because the ocean. <laughs> oh my lord! we ready for this one. They say it will be safe because the ocean is large, so it will be diluted by the. But the sets.
3: There's so much ocean, though. <laughs> There's It'll so much fine. water in the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck it. don't
2: worry about the fish that you get out of there, or or any of the other you know the birds that eat. That It'll the It'll be fish.
1: diluted. Don't worry. Yeah,
3: I, don't I worry. haven't had tuna in like six years. We
1: really haven't had tuna since. <laughs> <laughs> Since Fukushima, because all the tuna comes from the Pacific. Yeah. And I, I I would love to have some nice, raw, you know, quick seared ahi tuna uh, with some sesame seeds. And,
3: or just like a tuna fish sandwich. Uh, yeah. would well, well, be nice. I haven't even
1: had a, I love tuna fish sandwich. Tuna casserole was one of my favorites. Oh, me too. I love a good tuna casserole with some egg noodles. I you
3: know, oh, but all I can think about is radiation. I know.
1: That's why we don't High eat tuna. High
3: levels of radiation.
1: It sucks. That's why we don't eat tuna anymore.
2: Hey, so I'm re- I'm reading up about um, <clears throat> tritium here, right, on uh, Wikipedia, because I'm trying to figure out the half life. And it seems to be I'm going through this article. It seems to be forever, twelve and a half years, right? Uh, oh, that's the half life of it. Half life is twelve point thirty two years. So in twenty four years, it'll whatever was in the, you know, distributed in the ocean will, will have uh, gone. The, the seven hundred and seventy thousand um, tons. Doesn't matter. Half life is twelve and a half years. So, so, so here, here's something interesting. Tritium has leaked from forty-eight of sixty-five nuclear sites in the U.S. Ugh, oh, great. Imagine in one that. case, leaking water contained seven point five mer- mercuries of tritium per liter, which is three hundred seventy-five times the EPA limit for drinking water. Then I'm scrolling through here.
1: <clears throat> well, you know, there's there there's like a hundred thousand times the amount of aluminum in the water in Mount Shasta. I wonder where yeah, that comes from. Because aluminum is the most uh, abundant uh, thing on the planet. So don't, don't even go
2: there. I'll shoot you down <laughs> with strontium and barium, oh.
8: too.
2: Um, don't worry so about he, Harvard doing it. Do you, remember, do you remember the old school glow-in-the-dark uh, dial watches?
1: Yeah. You know what that is? Tritonum. Tritonium. Tritium. 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 However you say the fucking word. Tritium. 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 Well, imagine that. We've been walking around with nuclear waste on our wrist. Oh, it wasn't a waste then, because you can actually make it.
2: Uh, It's also, tritium is a natural element in the earth, but it's incredibly rare. It's as natural as fluoride, which that fluoride, the natural fluoride is good for your teeth. The sodium fluoride, which is a byproduct of... of
1: Mining, uh, of sulfate mining, or of, um, not sulfate mining, um, what do we do here in Just in
2: smokestack, yeah,
1: well, phosphate. Phosphate Uh, mining, that's what it was, thank you. So sodium fluoride comes
2: out of a bunch of different things. It comes out of smokestacks of factories, blah, blah, blah. And and then they put that in. Instead of them, instead of the company paying to get rid of it, they package it and get paid uh, by by governments to put it in the water.
1: Uncle Bill, you know, William uh, Borowski from uh, New York there, he he might tell you that some of that coal ash has been uh, put into the jet fuel. Yeah, and that would be. Of True chemtrail. uh, be wrong. It would be wrong, and it's being done. Oh, so do you know awkward. what uh, strontium is used for? Uh, yeah, fireworks, and it's also used for testing the the direction. That, whatever happened with that with that test that NASA was supposed to do that you you had shared uh, to me.
2: Off, off of uh, what was that it? Over by where Wayne is, right? Uh, Baltimore.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Did they because I got got postponed.
2: Yeah, well, it's because the weather wasn't right.
1: Right, and uh, so I, I don't think they've done it since then. Right, so you see,
2: the weather has to be right for them to, to fly blue and red clouds.
1: Right, right, right. But here in Florida, it just happens every day, even though it's 123 degrees.
2: But it's white.
1: But no, it's right. 123 we're degrees
2: right. down here. It's minus 40 degrees up there, five miles up.
1: Okay. Is, well,
2: we're not going to get into this hold debate. On. I, well, I, no, I can because I'm 5,000 feet above sea level. And guess what? It's 78 degrees here all fucking year long. I'm actually literally in the clouds.
1: Right. But the right. sun piercing, piercing through the, the sky doesn't have anything to do with the you know, how long ice crystals last. But we're not going to get into this too. No, it right doesn't now. because you've got
2: that. the same sun as I do. As a matter of fact, I'm closer to the equator than you are, motherfucker. And it's 78 degrees all year long here because of the altitude.
3: Oh, Mommy and Daddy are fighting.
1: Again. You had chemtrails. Well, no, because now,
2: now I have real world, <laughs> real experience. Right. I'm here, <laughs> and just within the last three days, because it's been gorgeous.
3: And if you uh, managed to drag Sean down to Guatemala, he would find a way to bitch about chemtrails. No, still. he wouldn't. No, yes. he wouldn't. He'd be he'd be yes, he running would. the fucking
2: he'd be running the restaurant bar that I own. Yes, he will. Right? <laughs> You'd be cooking. Mike would be. <laughs> we'd have to all We're his slaves, <laughs> and um, I would hopefully have my grandson with us. You know, quietly, because then the parents wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna probably gonna have steal and take on the ground. <laughs> Guatemala. You probably shouldn't announce that on the radio, Dave. Just saying. I mean, I know only ten people are the listening. The reality but... of
2: that coming out, coming to fruition, is pretty low.
1: Well, part of the reason I, I'm, I'm messing with Dave with the uh, with the chemtrail talk or the persistent contrail talk is a few months ago, um, uh, Harvard had announced that they were going to move forward with studies, testing geoengineering to to save us from global warming. And I came across this article today because I I did some searching trying to see where we're at with this story. And and the story I came across is on the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientist. Now, this is a pro-geoengineering story, just so you know, Dave. It says here, the trouble with geoengineering, (laughs) the trouble with geoengineers hacking the planet. Geoengineering seems to be the new darling idea making the rounds of the science and technology media. But what is geoengineering? Loosely speaking, the term refers to deliberate manipulation of the Earth's ecosystem. Say that again? Say that again? No. (laughs) (laughs) Of the Earth's ecosystem so as to achieve some desired climate effect, usually a cooling effect to offset the effect of human-caused global warming. Many researchers who have studied the subject are uncomfortable with the word engineering applied to meddling with the system we still understand rather poorly so other terms such as hacking the planet have come into play in national research council report on the subject of which i was co-author we settled on the term
3: dave's escaping to a safe place right now
1: No, 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 no. Yeah, because you can see me totally chilling, right?
2: No, <laughs> um, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for my turn.
1: Uh, oh, okay. yeah, just listen to the story, and then we'll go from there. We settle on the term climate intervention, which carries less freight in assuming that the undertaking will necessarily achieve the desired end. Climate intervention comes in two main flavors. One is audio, i.e. reflectivity, modification modification which involves putting something in the atmosphere to reflect more sunlight back out into space the other is carbon dioxide removal and sesquiation ses- ses- said that- anybody help me out here
7: i Spell don't for- i don't first know three, what you're letters. looking at
1: s-e-q-u-e-s-t-r-a-t-i-o-n sesquiation
2: Sesquiation, Sus- Susque- yeah. It's, 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 you basically, well, yeah. I, I can't even pronounce
1: but it, but it's scalding. <laughs> basically, Susquation? T- Susquation. Susquation? Susquation, which involves removing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and stowing it where it will hopefully stay put for a few thousand years, like they do with nuclear waste. Right, right, right. The later technique is relatively ben- benign, though highly technologically challenging. It is the albedo m- modification, which has some truly Terrifying implications, which I would be considered, which I will be concerned with here.
3: I have to go look up like six of those words now
1: (laughs) (laughs) to figure out what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, Geoengineer in the news. Albedo. A L B E D O. A L B E D O. Albedo. Albedo. you say the A method or the other method? Yeah. Yeah. The A modification has been mooted as the savior of the Great Barrier Reef. The Christian Science Monitor, which, first of all, why is Christianity approving, changing what God is doing with our atmosphere?
3: Oh, my but God. But anyway. That's a separate subject. The Christian Science... Wait
1: a why is Why is Christian and science in the same phrase? Good, good question there. That's uh, it's even a better question.
2: Didn't, didn't the Christians uh, uh, imprison one of the leading scientists? I, hmm.
1: I believe you might be right. I know I'm right.
2: <laughs> well, no, that's a fact. The, right. the, Christian the, guys, science, the, guys, the guy's buried in a, in a fucking in a tomb.
1: <laughs> the Christian Science Monitor wonders if it's time to re engineer our climate. MIT technology uh, MIT's technology review basically thinks the answer is yes, having described it earlier as cheap and easy. The Atlantic seems quite smitten with economist writer Oliver Morton's version of remaking the planet, which geoengineering booster Jane Long breathlessly called geopoetry. The idea of receiving <laughs> recent coverage, much of it favorable by new science, NBC and the Ted talks. I myself have recently participated in an NPR panel discussion on the subject. Too many science, too many science writers have been suckered in by one of two seductive narratives, which make for easy copy and, and readily made lead. One is the panic attack. After noting, with justifiable alarm, the woefully insufficient progress on reducing carbon dioxide emissions, the storyline goes that it's time to get ready for the A modification as a fallback measure, or in other words, a bad idea whose time has come. The other narrative is that of the courageous genius pioneers daring to think the unthinkable... Propagators of this narrative are often dazzled, as well by the sheer geo-wizard, techno-optimistic techno audacity of being able to mess with the whole damn planet and call up climate on demand, rather like ordering up sushi from the latest foodie app on your iPhone. It's not unusual for both narratives to appear in the same piece. One of your... Uh, One of the more erogious examples of this style of journalism is the fawning New York Times Magazine piece on Harvard's geoengineering impressionator, David Keith, which you know, David Keith, Dave. You've seen David Keith, Dave.
2: David Keith. Isn't that the guy from...
1: Uh... He's the one that was giving the lecture in what and why in the world are they spraying. He was oh. the one that's, that's from Harvard that has been talking about how uh, geoengineering the planet and using aerosol spraying in the atmosphere is a danger that we really don't want to do. and We really haven't studied the, the results of putting aluminum particles in the atmosphere, but it's something we may have to do one day. This is his words, not mine. This is literally his words. So just saying, uh, this uh, this article goes on and on and on. I think the just of of what I just read, I've I've tweeted this article. It's on my Twitter. Uh, check it out. I'm sure you you guys could uh, get some information from it. But Dave, they want to do it. But
2: yeah, they want to do that, right? because cause what'll happen? Scientists will get paid. There'll they'll, they'll be an industry around it, and people will you know, patent the technology and grow, get rich off of it. It's just like cap and trade as well. You know, they're not. And the whole, well, first of all, I find it funny that you're actually using an article to justify your position that starts off by saying, by trying to fix something that you don't even believe in. Well, yeah, of course. Right. So I just think it's funny that you're using something uh, that
1: I don't have to believe in false. it. I, right, right. To, to I don't have to believe in it for most. I don't have to believe in it for most of the it co- of uh, the the world to be convinced by scientists that are using fa- uh, unfactual data or or lies or deception to push across what they I know I see what they're trying to get across.
2: Right, but 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 see, and I don't even like the whole global global warming, global, global climate change. I don't like that that moniker because because climate of, changes, it, it happens. No, 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 no. They're, well, because yeah, 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 yeah. one does. side says it's happening, the other side says it's not. It, you know, we don't have the. I'm uh, not arguing it, climate doesn't change. Climate change. I'm changes. not arguing. I'm, what I'm what I'm arguing for is that the the core root or the core issue is global pollution. Okay, this is a very real thing. Okay, it's there's, there's documented stuff. There are places in, on this planet that you can't you water body, bodies of water that you can no longer go in anymore because of pollution. There's that big garbage thing that some 17 year old figured out how to clean up out in the fucking Pacific. Um, that's actually underway already. Um, and that's not getting any f- fanfare. It's, you don't really see it on TV because nobody's making money out of it, right? It's the, it's the narrative that, oh my God, fear, panic, we have to do this knee jerk reaction and you're gonna have to pay for it. Um, the, the 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 silver line or the silver bullet here is stop polluting the planet and all these things will back back away right I like Elon Musk Hyperloop right because then that'll that'll stop uh, airplanes from flying because we already know we we discuss this every fucking time we talk about this is that we know from September 11th that the planes flying chemtrails no chemtrails whatever the fuck it happens to be the the planes flying cool the planet down. We have empirical data that supports that. So, let's get the root of the problem, which is pollution. Okay. I would now, agree with that. The whole Paris Accord, you know, and Trump bailing out of that—that that was all fucking bullshit too, right? that, that was that was an unelected body, of, a government body, was going to tell us, us taxpayers, where our money is going to be spent. How in- we're going to do it. Right. <laughs> In another country, right? I totally, I don't like that. I don't like the federal government telling me where I got to spend my money. I don't like the state government or the county government taking my money that I don't want to, that I don't want to give. Like, I love gas tax because I use the fucking roads all the time. I like that shit. I don't even mind paying sales tax because that supports know, Cops and politics, you know, cops and like,
1: polit- you know, oh, did Dave trouble. just say he supports cops? Uh, listen, we got to take a break, Dave. We're getting up here at seven o'clock. We got James, <laughs> we got to dial up. Dave just said he supported cops. I think I need more vodka after and that. Clearly comment.
3: Clearly, no one watched <laughs> Captain Planet growing up.
1: Yeah, it's Captain Planet. Are you really kidding me? <laughs> oh, guys, you'll listen to first 52, the first shift to the and all the other places.
2: Hey, I just want to say I really applaud you for that article because there's a lot of shitty words in there, and you, you actually did pretty good. I mean, you fucked up a few of them, but you know most of us would have. So they were big words.
1: I fucked up. Oh, oh God oh, Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Dave doesn't. It doesn't recognize yeah. very often. And you're drinking too. So really. That's because I'm to in you. fucking pain. Like I, I really, <laughs> I
2: I'm in a I lot of a pain right now. Half. You're in pain, and it was a shitty day. So you, uh, again, you
1: got you, you, kudos to you. you. You're doing well. I'm in a lot of pain. Guys, listen. We'll be back in a couple minutes while James Wood on the backside. We'll get into some some lovely police talk. Uh, we'll handle how law enforcement is, is just being so good to Americans. Sit tight, my friends. Peace. I'm Sean Raz, and I screw words up. Stay tuned. The first fifty two. We'll be right back.
8: Here
6: come the butchers
0: to cut you into profit. But well, Sean Raz from Raz Radio. Yeah, he's hey. from Raz Radio. Raz's are gone. I'm mean, here, Sean, Mother F and Raz. come the
6: butchers to cut you into profit.
0: I'm with the Raz. I'm with the Raz right now. Where is Mother F and Raz? Join
1: me, Sean Raz, for the first 52. Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m., Live.com. The simple power of
8: truth.
0: You got, a, like, a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate Drop. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. So what is the Chocolate Drop a show about? Chocolate Drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. <laughs> it's about uh, oh, hip-hop. Rat turd Politics. Man skewing. Music. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show <laughs> that's man skewing, yes? Rat turd RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay, and when does it air? Buddy? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay, and where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best. The, t- the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd, Knock yourself out, kid. Rat The too. Ra- <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go.
6: It was a calm, cool night in the streets Where things are gritty In the lounge on the east side of town in New York City Where the rich show face the air is something sleazy Suit and ties, get away from their wives, the women easy An upscale atmosphere with some wallow Consumed by material life inside the hollow Like the chick at the bar smoking on a cigar quick Her heart pumps fast as stare as sharp as guitar picks She sees a man with another skirt The type to triple her net worth for making your neck jerk And that's a goddamn shame Cause she was packing a nine and a crime was no game So I'm into to a restroom suit shooting late shots as the base went boom She can't remember how she got in this place Took a look in the mirror but didn't recognize her own face
7: When i
4: More like love at first sight Around midnight We might just see a bar fight It never fails Now that Mickey's out of jail He was Jimmy's friend The one that left the phony paper trail Curry got cold feet So we got off the street But he was in too deep The man was never the same And now his new thing Looks like alcohol and cocaine And in the streets that's fresh But up in here This place It's nothing but stress Can a man be changed in an insane world? The crazy man becomes king or is it just this place that's known to steal your soul? I hope you brought your suitcase. Or was it just too late to go back in time before a chick blue face? cash but still not enough he started moving packs no need for crack this place was upscale Number one on the sales, no worries about jail. He had cops on the books. One wiki had your fix, as well as the crooks. But tonight he was shook caught by the devil's eye. Red dress, blowing smoke, hand resting on the side, shine like diamonds in the sky. He stopped for a minute, but had to keep moving and adding up the digits. He was trying to live at the American dream, a life full of schemes obtained by any means. He tried to up the profit by trying to mix it up, but the word on the street is that it wasn't good enough. Joe met him at the club, said they had to talk Just come with me and let's take a little walk When
7: I'm singing, my heart's bleeding
1: guys welcome back the first 52 raz radio live.com radio free blood radio chaos radio confluence mixler oh uh, god uh, the d and salty talk i knew i'd remember it all i figured it out eventually it's so hard to remember all the stations sometimes you just gotta figure it out i hope everybody had a good break you know we gotta take those breaks every minute Every couple minutes to to get an idea, it was like an hour we went for. Honey, you there? I mean, I'm sorry. I forgot to bring you up. I'm all confused over here. Trying to put everything together.
3: Well, you hit your head pretty good. Yeah,
1: I did hit my head pretty good today. It it really, (laughs) smacking your head on a golf cart step is really painful. (laughs) You'll be okay. You there, Dave? I am. (laughs) Did I wake you up? (laughs) You were sleeping there when I looked over at you. (laughs) Uh, As I promised everybody, we would have a, a buddy of ours. He's been on the show so many times. Uh, he 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 does a lot of great work out in NYC. Uh, he's always trying to get in the middle of of all the stuff going on. I'd like to introduce our buddy, uh, you know, James Woods. But ooh, piece of candy! Ooh, a piece of candy! Ooh, a piece of candy! James, how you doing, know, brother? Piece
9: of candy! Oh, you know that one never gets old, man. It never <laughs> gets old.
1: You know, I gotta mess with you every once in a while, man. You're a lot of fun.
9: Yo, man, back back in my corporate life days, I. I... That was actually, my nickname was, ooh, piece of candy. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, man, that that was a long decade.
1: Well, since you've been on with me last, we've actually rebuilt the crew back to the original crew. So I've got my wife, Lexi, and 4 toad here, or Dave, who's in Guatemala. I don't even know if you know that.
9: Uh, I actually did. (laughs) <laughs> and And I'm infinitely jealous and uh, all of a sudden Guatemala is sounding pretty damn good.
2: it is man it really is if if you have passive income to make money down here uh, locally it, it'll suck.
9: Oh, okay. Well, then uh, I guess I'll have to find some passive income. (laughs) (laughs) I'll uh, I'll get on that. Circle back in and check in with me the next time I do the show. I'll let you know where we're at.
1: (laughs) Where the passive income (laughs) is coming from. (laughs) Not everybody's lucky enough to have passive income. You know, uh, James, I've been sitting on a story uh, waiting for you for for this segment of the show to discuss... Uh, you know some police brutality. I mean, it, it, it's happening. Wh- white women are getting killed, and everybody's in an uproar. Oh my God, we have to pay attention. White women are getting killed by black Muslim Somalian cops. Oh my God, the narrative is just building so big. Uh, what do you think, brother?
9: Uh, well, it, obviously, uh, I, I can't say uh, I can't say much about the shooting. You know, like with all police stuff, they're they're playing it close to their vest. They're not going to release anything so uh, talking about that, that that's all separate issue what I can talk to you about is is how ridiculous the the hyperpolarization of the media's gotten around this like this is to the point now and i you know you know I I've, I've, I've worked mainstream media and I've done you know shitty 8 p.m. TV shows that everybody's seen and let me tell you like straight up right now every time there is a sh- there's either a terrorist attack or a police shooting right like Newsrooms across the country just go on hold and stare at the screen and wait to find out how many people involved were black and/or Muslim, right? And 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 then the machine starts spinning. And uh, you know this this one's kind of a, a unique confluence. You know, you've got a you, you have a, a black police officer who's a Muslim, who's a you know first generation immigrant. He lives in the Somali community in Minneapolis, which is one of the the largest like, singular block
1: immigrant communities, yeah.
9: you know, in America. Like, two weeks ago, the the cop who shot Philando Castile in Minneapolis, like, completely just, like, walked away scot-free.
1: Although, um, although Philando got, uh, what, like, $2 million, $3 million, his family?
9: Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's great. And, and I'm sure the taxpayers thank the for court that. for taking their money to give it to somebody else. While the cop who shot him is kicking it with that fat pension like I'm sure that went over really well
1: right who's he's still getting paid by the tax dollars or by the taxpayers even though the taxpayers had to pay for his indiscretions his mistake his accidental problem that he might have had while he was carrying his weapon and and, and working as a you know a, a purveyor of peace
9: yeah and, and you know it's it's uh it, it's kind of a hotbed there so you know, the the first narrative that always comes up is, oh, well, why do we talk about this this shooting and not another shooting? You know, that's, that's usually the first narrative that comes up. Why is this one so special? Well, right. there's a whole bunch of stuff attached to it. Um, you know, over at, like, Fox News and Infowars and... You know, way over on the right, like people. Wait wait wait, 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 wait! I, I, I got to stop James.
1: James, I got to stop you for a second because you just put Fox News and Infowars in the same category, which five years ago nobody would have ever done that. J- just, I had to point that out.
9: I, I, I am the person who likes to remind everyone that Alex Jones, who has blocked me on Twitter, which is really freaking harsh. Thanks, Alex. Wow. Feel the love. All right. Four years ago, Alex Jones was calling police the maoist foot soldiers of the illuminati but like, straight up like like anti anti-government the, the cops are coming to get you they're going to throw you in fema camps they're going to turn you into a muslim all of a sudden the, the black kenyan muslim leaves the white house and trump's in there and you literally need a crowbar to get all like the Coptic out of his mouth like it's like <laughs> ridiculous and and they're sitting over there going like like their heads are going to explode like oh we want to support the state and the cops but he's black and he's Muslim and it's just it's absolute deadlock like people are literally losing their minds.
1: Listen, I gotta I gotta I gotta play something for you real fast. I'm sure you've probably heard it on my show before, but just just because you brought it up, I, I gotta, <laughs> honey. You know what I'm about to play for him. I got I gotta play this for you. Hold on, ready ready. Okay.
0: Let me just check all your papers. A routine terror sweep here. I'm Officer Jack Booth. i got a uniform. Bow down to that. Shining medallions. Look your head.
1: So I'm, I'm just backing you up, brother. You know you see what I'm doing there, right?
9: Oh, I I see. I see. <laughs>
1: Brad, all good. He he put that video out. I used. to, I love that. Like that's one of Lexi's favorite songs, right, honey?
3: I love it. I love it so much.
1: <laughs> that, that's by far one of, one of one of your favorite songs. So go ahead with what you were saying, brother. I didn't mean to cut you off, but when you say say <laughs> the Alex so Jones loving awesome. cops, it's like you have to you have to, yeah, yeah, you have to play that. You have to play that.
9: It it's this is this is seriously the point that we've gotten to now is that I'm sitting on a radio show discussing, like, the mental anguish of Alex Jones in deciding whether he's going to support a cop shooting a white woman or not.
1: <laughs> it's scary. Look at the world we live in, man. I don't think any of us would, be, would have thought five or six years ago we'd be sitting here having that discussion. I don't think five or six years ago we'd be looking at him supporting any president, whether it be Donald Trump or, or Ron Paul.
9: Oh, at, at, at this point, honestly, I, I take Ron McDonald, like it's just just to like just to, again, just to end the hyperpolarization. Like if, if I get to see, you know, one more band of people in red hats, heckling Muslims and, you know, leftists on a street corner screaming, "Not my president, like someone's going to catch a beating.
1: Well, so let's get to the narrative here, um, and, and it's something I picked up on really quick with this story, and it's really, they tried to, to spin this cop shooting into something else other than a cop killing a person. We have enough cops killing people in this country. We don't need any more cops killing people in this country. I don't care if he's a Muslim. I don't care if he's Somalian. I don't care if he's black, white, Puerto Rican. I don't care. It's a cop that used indiscretions and shot and killed a, a poor woman that called for help from the passenger seat. Oh, like the young kid that got shot down in Minneapolis? No, he, he
2: or basically Minnesota shot where the fuck it right was. Past, he basically shot right past his partner out from out of the you know out of the driver's side door from the passenger seat. What a what an irresponsible douchebag!
1: So, are back at the training at that point in time?
9: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, nowadays, and and again, it's it's, it's funny because I, I saw Kaepernick was in the news because he just demolished Mike Vick on on social media earlier today, and uh, you know, uh, he he pointed out uh, a while ago, uh, sort of the, uh, the 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 double standard on the on the cop talk, and and everybody immediately like wanted to jump on him like, oh, you know, like. You know, black people are going to complain about you know police violence on on you know on black people, and and now you got a you know a, a white woman from Australia who's got like a kid and a husband and you know she's a freaking yoga instructor like she's like a she's a mommy blog away from being Jenny McCarthy like and and I, I'm still waiting for like the, the hordes like the hordes of the All Lives Matter crowd to like you know speak up and say something this week. And, and you know, jump on the police violence thing. But, you know, it's it's instantly, like, it, it's the narrative that people are more concerned with rather than the fact that, you know, police are now trajectoring on their way to, like, kill, like, another 1,600 people this year. And that's, like, maybe, like, the fifth or sixth thing in, like, the line of issues that should be discussed uh, when somebody in a passenger seat of a police car is shooting a woman through the door in her pajamas, screaming with an Australian accent, like... It's just, it, it's ludicrous on so many levels, and yet the conversation is, oh, he's a Muslim, oh, he's Somali, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, like, why don't we have these conversations like, oh, like Bob the Cop shot, you know, a black guy in Baltimore, like, oh, his name is Bob, you know, why don't we talk about that? Like, it's, it, it's so indiscriminate and, and silly and it's just, you know, this one especially is going to get worse before it gets better.
1: James, that mean meme you sent earlier today, the, the, the <laughs> that was perfect because they don't know. You have Fox News, you know, cop bootlicking, you know, badge-loving douchebags that don't know what to do. They they, they don't know where to stand here because it was a white woman that, that had a family that was killed, as we've said, by a Muslim, you know, Somalian immigrant. It's like... They don't know what to do. They're, they're, but this is not new. I mean, we could go back uh, in in twenty in 2013, the the uh, daycare teacher that was leaving a, 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 a keg party that the cop shot and killed. We could go to the boy that was buying a little bit of weed that the cop was afraid, white boy, was afraid that he was going to get run down by the cop or the, co- the cop was afraid he was going to get run down by the boys, so he shot him from behind. We've got so many different examples of very similar things that have happened over the past 5, 10, 15 years. But now, all of a sudden, it matters? That That's my confusion, because this is not the first time that a white person has been killed by a black cop and that a white person has been killed by a cop, period, that had done nothing wrong, really.
9: Well, like I said, it- it's a confluence of a bunch of different stuff. And it's, you know, there's... For, for every shooting that sort of goes national and you hear about there's half a dozen you hear nothing about and then there's another half dozen that you know get reported incorrectly you know if, if you remember uh, when, uh, when when Schlager shot that guy in South Carolina and I, I remember that the original story the local police uh, li- like the local newspaper ran something off the police blotter and it was just a blurb and it was like oh and a police officer was forced to you know, shoot somebody who violently assaulted him today, and then like four hours later, that cell phone footage came out, right. and then all of a sudden, all the stories got retracted, and it became, you know, the, the larger conversation. But everybody just pushed a shot, uh, pushed aside the uh, the false narrative. So it's like for every story that that comes out like this, there's a bunch more that are getting buried, and there's a bunch more that are getting ignored. So if this is the one that's sort of catching spotlight. Then people need to jump on it because it's the conversation that needs to be had, and it needs to go beyond the, the the usual breaking point of the conversation. Where oh, Black Lives Matter, they they block the streets, therefore I don't want to hear about police violence because somehow those two are are related.
1: Right, and I would agree with you with that. And here's the here's the narrative I'm seeing. Right, um, we are not out here hating cops. We are not out here trying to to direct people or, or ask people to hate cops. We are I'm... out here. We're out here trying to to get people to understand that. There, you know what? We need – Dave, don't just be quiet for a second. I know you don't agree with it. We do need a little bit of law enforcement. And, and we need to support good cops. But the problem is is the good cops are supporting the bad cops, and it's causing this, this – this There are no good cops because every time a bad cop does something, a good cop
2: keeps his mouth shut. That's Therefore, what I'm
4: trying to say. He's bad. Right. That's well, what I'm this trying is to say. why all
2: cops are bad. Law enforcement as a concept is shitty. Let's get back to police, uh, peace officers, which is what I have right here in fucking Guatemala. Nobody's getting shot by accident. You know why? Because the people, the cops have to cost buy too much their, there. They have to buy yeah. their own bullets. Right. And I, like I, I said on the Facebook page the the day, I fucking walked through town high as a fucking kite. And for the first time in my 49 years of life, I was not paranoid.
9: Uh, hey, wait! Uh, I do that every day in New York, and I'm totally chill.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I lived, in, I grew up in Brooklyn too, and I, I would smoke outside here and there. But you still, there's, there's an element of sh- oh shit, if I get caught. There's no, oh, there's no oh shit, I'm, I'm gonna get caught here. They don't give a fuck. They probably got a beer in their fucking police car.
1: If well, I'm you know, the like cops it? here in, the, in in America probably have a beer in their police car too. God knows what yeah. else.
2: But, but, yeah, right, like you could share a beer with the cop They got here, their
1: drop bags of Coke to, you know, flow right. in your car when you get pulled over, and they want to get a arrest and get some recognition Jam- that night, you know? I James, I bought that. a motorcycle here, right? And because of the, because no, I, of the bureaucracy, true. it takes
2: a month and a half to get my license plate. I drove around town a month and a half with no fucking license plate in this town, and I'm one of 500 of them that does this, and nobody gives a shit, you know?
9: Nice.
3: I, I'm not worried. That sounds super great
9: yeah I mean you know it's Guatemala so I guess it's great <laughs> yeah. I mean don't, don't get me wrong I'm sure it's beautiful I'd love to go visit too you know I like I like clean running water and wicked nasty fast Wi-Fi and you know I I guess I, I will admit it I do want to go to Panera bread once a week and and get a salad like, these these are the little things in my life that I enjoy.
1: Well, you're super fast Wi Fi. I mean, let's let's look at the the facts here. Dave is is skyping and mumbling right back and forth with me right now right. from Guatemala, and it's perfect. I got fifteen tabs open, and
2: I'm posting on Facebook, and, and you you can hear me perfectly, right? I shit, James. I went through a six point eight earthquake here uh, twice two and, a half, two and a half weeks ago. Well, this one it was six thirty in the morning. I was up. I was on the computer. Didn't even lose internet connection. And to give you, to, to, to tell you how I, I got, we got to set up here, we have an RF antenna that, that's a line of sight to another place that I'm looking at. It's probably about, I don't know, a thousand feet away. So none of us lost internet during a fucking earthquake.
9: Yeah, and, and meanwhile, Sean's entire radio show goes down when there's like a <laughs> sun shower in Tampa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. true. We almost didn't get up tonight. I mean, the fucking internet wouldn't cooperate with me.
9: Well, it, it, now it turns out the answer to all your problems is Guatemala.
1: Hey, he's trying to get me there, man. Trust me. He's yeah. trying.
9: So, Jake, go ahead. No, no. It, you know, I, I'm sure you could do worse. I, I actually I got a friend who moved to Nicaragua, and he says, he says a lot of the same things. Um, you know, my Spanish is really bad, so I don't know that I could pull it off. My but, English
1: uh, is really bad, so I couldn't I, I pull have, it off.
2: <laughs> I'm here three months. I have no Spanish. I'm as white as white can be. And I can, I could actually go out and buy just about anything I want because they want my money, so they know English, and I I've, and now I know rudimentary Spanish, and I have a you know everyone's got smartphones here. I have the Google Translate thing on my on my phone. I just type and I have two gigs of internet for, and I think it's thirty five dollars a month, um, and I just type it in and I, I turn my phone around and I show them you know what I want because it translates what I my English to
1: Spanish, and I get anything I want. James does that in New York, I'm sure.
9: Uh, not, yeah, yeah. Spanish Harlem, not not often. Plus, of course, you're you're making the mistake of thinking I leave the house now. <laughs> well, you got to go to Panera Bread, right? Yeah, Panera you got to get your Panera. Panera. Hey, you know that's the, that's the once a week field trip, man. <laughs> you got to have a
2: field trip every once in a while. I guarantee you, you spend more in Panera Bread one day a week than I do eating out the three days a week that I go out.
1: James Woods, James, James from the Internet. Where, can, uh, where else can people find you, James, just so we can get your promotion out there, you know? Well,
5: oh, Panero
9: good. for one. Yeah, you can find him at
1: Panero. Yeah,
9: hey, <laughs> 42nd Panero. Street. On, on Thursdays in Queens. Yeah, no, uh, you find me on Twitter at uh, JamesFTInternet. That's James from the Internet. Um, and uh, I'm doing uh, a lot of work over at the, uh, the Revolution News Facebook page right now. Which is a big old legacy page from back in the day. We're uh, we're churning it back over. So I'm uh, you know, I'm around. I'm working on a lot of projects. I got a couple things coming on soon. But you know, every once in a while, something like this just just sort of happens and falls in your lap, and I, I you know, I, I can't ignore it because this is you know they, this is this is like like quite literally like like a whole like cultural conundrum here
1: this could be the shot heard around the world type of scenario honestly it really could be because because the cop lovers the bootlickers uh, don't know what to do they, they really because most of them are white, so they but don't like, know what to like
2: do. James says that like like he says, they're blaming it on the fact that he's a black Muslim and not the fact that he's a fucking cop.
1: Well, that's a, That's to keep the narrative of hate Muslims going. You know, that that's exactly. that's part of why this has come about in my because why does it matter if he's Muslim or not? He's a fucking cop that killed a person. That, that was James what I said in the post today it's another cop that just killed another person that that's all that we need to look at we need accountability exactly. for cops killing innocent civilians
9: yeah and and, and you know and, and that's a whole thing and there's a whole you know crowd and a whole crew of people that literally dedicate themselves to just that yeah PNAC. You know, obviously I because because I work in the media you know I, I what always jumps out to me first just because I do it, is, is always what, what the narrative and the response is. And, and when you sort of, like, you put it side by side and you go down the playbook of victimization and, and you look at how differently they get treated, like, it's appalling. Like, I've yet to hear anybody ask if, you know, she was raised by a single mother on welfare, if she didn't have a positive male role model in her life, if she smelled like marijuana, if she looked threatening, so the cop, uh, you know, felt like he was in danger of his life. Um, was he listening, you know, was she listening to loud, aggressive rap music? Did she have tinted <laughs> windows on her house? Like whatever, like all the idiotic narratives are Were you Does she have a screwdriver. Looking- yeah, whatever the hell it is, like, so none of those questions happen. So we skate right by, it, it's like if there was, like, a little flow chart, it's like, is shooting victim black? Yes or no? Like, if no, you can skip all of these questions and go to number three. <laughs> <laughs> like, so true. And, and I'm just that is home, I'm going down the playbook, like, with my pen going, check, 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 check. So, so now we're at the point of... Of lawmakers, you know, governors and senators, they're all going to rattle their sabers. And, and so, so what happens next? And in, in New York, we actually had something similar um, to the cultural situation around this. A few years ago, there was a, a young black man. Uh, his name was Akai Gurley. And he got killed in a stairwell. In the stairwell, stairwell yep. And the cop who shot him was an uh, Asian cop, first-generation Chinese, and he had only been on the force for two years. So, you know, very similar situation. You know, a first generation immigrant um, doesn't have, you know, legacy and family on the force um, is, you know, obviously stands out because his ethnicity is not, you know, what, the 85 percent of police that are white. And uh, and basically what happened in New York was they they just let him hang. Like, the, the, poli- the PBA, the police union, like, they supplied him with, with a lawyer. Uh, the cop's name was Peter Liang. Yep. And they gave him a lawyer, and the cops showed up at, like, his first hearing. And then no police officer showed up to the rest of the legal proceedings. And it got to the point where the guy's mother had to have a fundraiser online to hire their own lawyer to fire the, the police union lawyer. Because the police union lawyer is like, oh, just take the deal, just take the deal. Like, it was literally like the police turned around and go, well, if we have to give the public one every once in a while, you know, hey, let's give him the lone Asian guy. So this guy, and and, and I've I've read the background, like he had three complaints against him already. He has, like, a case pending. In no uncertain terms am I saying that the police should support a cop who's a bad cop. What I'm saying is it's very telling to see the ones that they don't support, in relationship to all the other ones who shoot people and they just feared for their lives. Candy, ooh,
0: a piece of candy.
1: <sighs> and I would agree with you completely, brother. Absolutely, would agree with you 100. Uh, percent Do you know the story of uh, Officer Cole down here in my hometown uh, in Punta Gorda, Florida? Have you heard this story? He he, he suck, sick as he he put his dog onto a guy that was you know riding a bicycle drunk, and then he. Shot a 78-year-old woman in a in a, a, a practice situation, training thing, yeah. a training scenario. He had a training gun that was loaded with real ammunition. He shot and killed a 78-year-old woman. Have you heard this one?
9: I Surprisingly not.
1: Oh, you should look into this one, because now the, the chief of police of Punagorda, Florida, is trying to claim that uh, Officer Cole, this piece of shit... Um, had PTSD and that's why he accidentally shot a woman and didn't make sure his training weapon was okay. So the PTSD defense is what they're using with this guy.
9: So, so is that like, I have shot so many people that I'm just like, I get all freaked out and confused and shoot people. Is that the defense?
1: That's what it's seeming like.
9: That's, that's fucking genius, man. Um, well, here's an idea and stop me if you've heard this one before. Um, you you served in the military? Yes correct? sir. Yes. Okay. So, I, obviously you know how unbearably long it is to get those first couple of visits at a VA once you get back to get checked out, kind of get your head straight, get into some groups and organizations, decompress, you know, sort of get reacclimated to life. It takes less time to apply for the NYPD, get accepted to the academy, go through the academy, and then get deployed. It takes less time to do all that than it does to get that first review at a VA. There is something substantially wrong when you got guys over in a sandbox doing, like, five, six tours who just view every last person as a potential insurgent. And then they come home, and you just give them, like, fifth-year pay pay rate on the job and five years of accrued union experience and give them a gun and go, here you go, Zippy, you're a cop. It it just it seems outlandish, and meanwhile, you know, Frida the beautician, it takes her a year and a half to get a license to like put on acrylic nails. Now, I still,
2: 2, hours in the state of Florida to to do that
9: to, to get a cosmetology license.
1: My yeah. wife was a com- cosmetologist. She's actually a hairstylist. She has a license for that. She had to go to school for two and a half years. No, I went uh, two for years. A, I went for a year. Year. Okay. Uh, you
9: know what? That's more than a cop.
8: Yeah.
2: That's that's like uh, eleven months more than the cop.
9: And meanwhile, and, and that's just talking about basic training, you know, and, and all the situational training you do. And yes, I understand that you know throughout the course of a career, you know, police go and they retrain and they do more training. But that's when they send them to like the IDF training school where you learn like, you know, how to kill a Palestinian in an alleyway and get away with it. Like, it's not like this is like an enhanced technique that's that, that's making somebody a better peacetime officer
1: let me read you this here, here here's a story for you okay former punta Gorda police officer lee cole has applied for disability pension for post-traumatic stress disorder which he claims he now suffers after he shot and killed retired liber- uh, libra- uh, li- uh librarian mary nolan nolington during shoot no shoot training held august 9th at the police department this was last year this happened if the police Pension Board grants Cole's request he could receive approximately 65% of his former $42,000 salary. The Pension Board will meet next month to consider Cole's application. Cole loaded wad cutters into his 38 caliber revolver instead of blanks before the demonstration, which was presented to Nolington and the other Chamber of Commerce invitees. Cole then shot and killed Nolington while her husband watched from just feet away. The killing made at International News. So this is a, a big story that happened last year here in, in in literally 15 miles from me.
9: That's, uh, yeah, that's that's bad optics, man, and yet I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, again, taxpayers being on the hook for, for paying for all this, and, and it's, oh, God, it's friggin' painful, dude, and I I... I, I, what I don't get what literally like like it keeps me up at night like makes me like so pissed off is is every time there's there's a shooting there's like this this massive group of people who immediately like run out to social media to just like to be like the first one to lick the boot and and I, I, I understand nationalism I understand patriotism, I understand a flag. I think it's all bullshit but I understand it. But you know we're not even talking about that. We're literally talking about the guy next door and somebody gave him a fucking gun and and that's just it seems so arbitrary.
1: I wanted to be a cop at one time. This was year I mean I'm 42 years old. When I was 22 I wanted to be a cop. So 20 years ago I wanted to be a cop. And and I, you know I had a lot of the feelings and the, and the beliefs of what they talk about but I don't th- I I couldn't become a cop because at that time, you needed to have a college degree or a military background. I went in the military, and that, that drove me into drinking heavily, so I couldn't become a cop because I got a DUI. So you either need to have a college degree back then or a military background. Nowadays, you can become a cop if you've, you know, you, you've masturbated 12 times. <laughs>
9: So, what you're saying is, I could be the chief of police.
1: Yeah, well, you
9: just, <laughs> shit.
1: You could be the chief of the federal police, the
9: federalis. Yeah, man, that's a party, dude. Yeah, no, I, I, I it's, it, it is absolutely insane to me. I saw there's a, uh, we put up a story on revenues yesterday. There's a municipal code law in South Carolina that states that uh, if the police are apprehending somebody in public and they request your assistance, you have to give it to them. And if you don't, it's an actual crime punishable by six months in jail. So, I, I just want you to fully absorb this, that the police are actually asking people to help them arrest each other mm-hmm. and not get paid for it and possibly deal with a lawsuit because they're not protected by the same police union who's making sure that the cop who shot... Flander, Castile, and 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 you know, and everybody else doesn't go to jail. And so, so we now have the state asking people to do their job for them.
2: But, but well, not only that, because I just I just read that article today. They're asking you. They're they're forcing you to do something, which I think the Thirteenth Amendment to the Constitution tells you there's no there's you can't do that. So <laughs> the law is unconstitutional. They're creating unconstitutional laws. Yet these motherfuckers. Uh, You know, they they swear to uh, an oath to uphold the Constitution and then they wipe their fucking ass with it.
1: But where is the law allowing you to to legally assist and defend somebody who's being arrested unjustly, especially if you know they're being arrested for something they haven't done? I know there's one or two laws floating around where resisting police, if you have not committed a crime, is is legal and you'll probably end up dead and the cop may actually get in trouble over this but how, how where is the law allowing us to stop a police officer from doing something that they shouldn't be doing? Arresting really arresting that that young black girl that just got $60,000 for for being arrested at the McDonald's or Taco Bell or whatever fast food restaurant. That that just came out that she got 60 grand for her illegal arrest. I don't know if you saw that, James.
9: Oh, I you'd be surprised how much of this I do see. And and yeah, and it all like I said, this all comes this all comes out of taxpayer money, it comes out of police funding. And and it's not even that it like it comes out of the police budget, like, you know, the police in Chicago, like they're paying out like, I don't know, like billions billion dollars a year in friggin' fines. It's not like it's coming out of the police budget because if that it's was coming out of
1: your pocket budget, or on my pocket. Right.
9: Yeah. yeah, that's literally it. Just comes out of this giant vacuous suck hole that like absorbs taxpayer dollars and just vanishes into the ether. So, all so right. there's literally there's 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 no repercussions at all. We, you know, at at what point is is the onus even on the police to police themselves? It's never.
2: There there isn't. There isn't, isn't any onus. That they have qualified immunity, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. Have somebody else pay for it. Um, and you know, I've been advocating for five years now to remove qualified immunity, and you'll see how fast these motherfucking cops will get their shit together. Because if if I could sue them personally, and I could take and I can go after them personally, guess what? They're going to be uh, not not too quick to pull out the gun next time.
9: No, t- totally. And you know, it's it's it comes down to a very simple premise that. The, the entire structure of the whole myth of America and this and that is that it's a nation of laws that are built to protect people. But if, if you don't have equal application of those laws amongst all the citizenry, then the law is absolutely meaningless. And, and over and over and over and over again, you constantly see these, these stepping over boundaries and erasing just laws and rights and, and things that are supposed to be guaranteed... And then you know you get what we had in New York, where where the we had a female police officer got executed sitting in her truck, and and there was a huge memorial, and and you know the the head of the police the the police officers came out, and he didn't give a speech about this officer and you know her giving her life and her service. He literally gave a three minute speech about how the demonization of police is what caused this woman to get shot, and there's never any acceptance. It's never like. Oh well we've been killing like fifteen hundred people a year for like a decade. Maybe they're pissed off. No, it's literally like I, I shit you not. It was like three thousand cops sitting on the street scratching their head going, why why are people angry about this? Right. Like it it's a little head scratcher.
2: Right, right. And then and then with uh, we'll, we'll, I think less than a week from that speech, this white chick gets blasted away for no fucking reason. And you know, where is this? Where is the head of the cops now? Saying in the New York the NYPD, saying you know why do they hate cops? Uh, listen,
1: so that, this, this, there the, you, you go. You know what makes me mad about this is 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 you know I, I've been in this for seven eight years now. I've talked about these things. We have the 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 the, the daycare cheat teacher that got gunned down because she was leaving a keg party and she was scared and and the cop was afraid of his fra- afraid for his life. So he gunned this young eighteen year old girl that just was at a party that just didn't know what to do because she was she was stunned by a cop being there He guns her down, shoots her right in the fucking face as she 's driving past him you you have a young guy that's out buying marijuana. White person, again, I already mentioned this earlier in the show, that that was buying some marijuana, got a little freaked out because the cops all rushed up on him, and he tried to take off. And the cop was scared for his life as the guy was driving away, shot him in the head. You got the cop that shot the guy in the back of the head the other, uh, like a month and a half ago, uh, fleeing from the scene. It guns him down. They're just trigger happy, and we need good cops. We need people that... that respect life that respects human life
3: dave yeah. shaking his head no
2: there are no such things as good cops
1: what's detroit
2: doing once 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 the cops said okay we're only open from eight to four o'clock they have now private security guess what nobody's getting shot by those motherfuckers private security we don't need taxpayer funded uh jackboots you yeah, don't
9: see here's the problem with private security though is then they're just Jack boots for a different corporation instead of the United Corporations of America. Yeah, so but then I could fire you're them. No, no. Trading, you're trading one boss to the other. Now, no, if, no, no, if you, no, want you want to have police and you want to have policing, then you have community policing where people who live in a community are quite literally responsible for that community. Neighbors actually talk to but each other. But then we have to give civilians
1: guns.
2: No, no, no. Well, we're, we're,
9: everyone.
1: <laughs> we're love, right, James, that was a
2: funny face you made there. You know, what, what, what make what what? So, badges are magic. As soon as they get a, a no, badge, no, I said on, guns down, are magic. No, well, anyway, I, I, I got to say, James, <laughs> you're wrong about the private security because I, if I own a house in Detroit, then I hire this private security to come by and, and check on my house, and if God forbid something happens, I call them and they. Come and handle it. It's not government paid or it's not taxpayer funded private security. It's to- it's absolutely private security. It's paid for by me. You know what's even I, better.
9: You know it's even better. I, you right. get like eight like minded neighbors who all have gun permits and you all chill out on your patios and you drink iced tea and you wave and nod at each other as no criminals walk by and you save your money. You know
2: you should do. You should move to Florida. You know I moved from New York to Florida and I have. I don't know, six or seven guns. I had enough guns. I gave Sean one. Uh, <laughs> um, that's what kind of happens now. You know, like I lived in a, com- in a, in a condo community. And guess what? When, something happ- when somebody's house got robbed, they knocked on my fucking door. And I came out with my gun before they called the cops. And I swept the apartment.
9: Oh, dude, listen. I, I lived in Florida for like a decade. And then I lived in Georgia. Like, I, I was- <laughs> went sorry. back to
2: Shawshank? How the fuck could you go back to Shawshank, man? I'll never go back to New York. He hates oh. New York.
9: You know, I, 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 I like there being at least three months out of the year where I'm not covered in sweat. Um,
2: you know what my you know what answer is going to be to that, right? What? It, it begins with a G, and it's where I'm living right now. <laughs> Guatemala. Guatemala. <laughs> at yeah, least it's not horned Honduras. It's 75 to 78 degrees here all year long.
9: Yeah, that would drive me nuts, man. I, I lived in L.A., and it was like you'd, you'd watch the weather, and they'd have the weather report, and you'd be like, you know, sunny in eighty two until next June. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> right.
2: Til, till twenty forty seven.
9: <laughs> and like the first time it went like three hundred and seventy days without rain I, I was literally like, dude, I would I would murder somebody to see a snowflake. Like after which okay. is ironic in this, you know. Nowadays, because oh so, boy, nobody wants to see a
1: snowflake. Oh well, yeah, no snowflakes. <laughs> Those so fuckers. then you should move to Vermont. They're Vermont kicking is, fish. They're kicking fish back into the ocean here in Florida. Did you see
9: that video in Tampa? I I, I saw that and and I, I, listen, it's not even a Florida thing. I'm, I'll throw this out to all my my liberal, far left, vegan sure. animals have emotions crowd. <laughs> Straight up, I don't care where you live. Do not get in between some old fisher dude and his fish, like, because really you're just asking for it. Like, there's just some places you don't go. Like, dude, man, there's like old dudes who sit on bridges like 18 hours a day and fish just to fucking fish. Do not get in their process, man. Just leave them there because if they're not there, they're going to be somebody else, somewhere else doing something infinitely worse. Just leave them alone. It's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. mind your own fucking business, and fish might hurt, but you know what? So does everything else.
9: I, if we weren't supposed to eat them, they wouldn't be so tasty.
1: There you go. <laughs> See, I like to hear that. That Just live life. with mercury. Yeah, they, well, yeah, we can get in that. Probably have aluminum and barium in them, too, Dave. Uh, uh, <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All right, James, promote where we can find you at. It's uh, We're getting to the end of the show here, so... Uh, uh, one more round of where everybody can find our buddy James. And listen, uh, my boy, Matt major, he wants you on your show on his show. You now he, he...
9: We, we, we've, uh, we, we've, we've sort of touched base a few times. We seem to have, uh, odd hours, um, you know, between where he's online and when we're working, but I'm trying to get up with him. Uh, I've tuned in, I've checked it out. He, uh, he does good stuff up there and that's, that's my old backyard up in, uh, Northern New York. So, uh, yeah, one day soon, I, I got to get on the horn with him and uh, and uh, talk turkey.
1: Yeah, you should, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, I know 12 is early in the afternoon for, you know, some people.
9: <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm up at like 5 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. You're talking to the wrong guy. I'm in Queens. I got garbage trucks and construction cranes, and I got a, a hip-hop titty bar around the corner. <laughs> like you Gotta love it. You think, you think I'm asleep right. till noon? Hell no. <laughs>
2: Real, real quick. I want to tell you the other side of Guatemala. Go ahead, like, Dave. So the, the, the lawlessness here uh at, works both ways. So apparently, in this area, if it's your birthday, they wake you up with fireworks or firecrackers, and not just a pack like a mat of fireworks. So every fucking day, like five o'clock in the morning, I'm hearing fra,
5: bla, bla, fra, bla, bla, bla,
2: bla. you know that's 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 in between the dogs barking and the fucking roosters crowing. So it's not all fucking. Uh, rainbows and, and puppy dogs here
3: well puppy yeah, dogs when, but not rainbows
9: <laughs> yeah, when I hear that sound at five in the morning that's a shooting at the hop titty bar
1: right, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right james we'll make sure we direct everybody to check you out and you know i love working with you brother I, I really appreciate that if i can if i reach out to you we can get something going and, and have a lot of fun
9: i am a, i'm a surprisingly easy man to find
1: yeah, yes you are Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. Oh, Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy.
3: Sorry I brought it up now.
1: The, see my wife gave that to me. That was all her. You can blame her. Every uh,
3: time he says James Woods is going to be on, I'm like, "Ooh, a piece of candy." <laughs>
9: <laughs> and, you know if he, if he was just like the funny actor who who is on Family Guy, it would be cool, but he's such an asshole
3: yeah sorry has nothing to do with that it's just what comes to mind
9: (laughs) Hey, listen i get it because i you know i've known about james woods for you know 30 years and uh if it was not for the fact that james woods was such an ass i would have never adopted the james from the internet thing (laughs) so i actually owe him one for that uh, but oh good lord he is the worst but yeah that's a whole nother show brother it's a whole other show
1: plus when I post that you're going to be on with me everybody's like oh you got James Wood are you kidding me it's like all of a sudden I got all this attention so I mean it works good for all of us
9: brother yeah be like yeah me and Sean Hannity we're the only two people who can get James Wood that's how deep I roll
1: alright brother everybody check out our buddy James James from the internet on twitter uh, he's revolution news is that right that's it. There you go, revolutionnews.com. Uh, follow the man, see what he's doing, argue with him. He likes to argue. He likes to get in the little debates on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's the fun he has. Uh, and you do great work, James, and I love working with you, brother. I appreciate I mean, we've been doing three, four years now. So I appreciate your time, man.
9: No, all good, man. Uh, I will catch the crew next time I'm around. Uh, play nice, gang.
1: Absolutely. Peace out, my friend.
9: Peace.
1: Later. There goes James. See, I, I like that. Was It was fun. You got to have fun. He's funny. He is funny. He's a good guy. Uh, you never met him when you were up in New York with Cynthia, uh, Cynthia? No. No? No, no, no. What, Anarchy in NYC? Yeah, Something like that. You've
2: been up hey, there a couple times. It's possible. Of I mean, now that he's off the phone, I couldn't <clears throat> ask him. Uh, but uh, it's possible that he was there. I don't know if, uh, if I had met him or not.
1: It's possible, it's very,
2: very possible. It was, it was years ago. You know, I'm, I'm getting old. I don't remember things
1: anymore. You guys got Gorilla <laughs> Radio over on Radio Confluence coming up after me. Uh, you have Ease Bees, Ease. <laughs> I hate this name. So
3: hilarious. Ease
1: Bees and Beats on on Disruption Network. I don't know if they're doing Man vs Woman tonight on Raz. Uh, what else we got? We got Salty Talk. He's got some music coming up after this. Uh, check out everything going on. I appreciate everybody being part of this world. I mean, this world is growing. We need to work as as friends. We need to just keep simulcasting. You know, I reached out to somebody, and it was funny. He's like, oh, i got to talk to my station manager. And it's like, really, dude? You're doing an internet radio show, and you have to talk to your station manager if, if I want to simulcast your show? Like, give you, you know, additional coverage? Give you additional names? Right. For free. For free. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you a phone number and a stream to use. And you need to check with your station manager of like something no bigger than Raz Radio.
3: Oh, don't put Raz Radio down, sir.
1: It's just the facts.
2: That's the dynamics of having your own, of doing your own radio show. Is, is that you don't really have to ask? You could do shit. I mean, did any of the other people on that started on Raz Radio ask if they can go to other, to other places?
1: No, no. I encourage them to. Yeah, I want them to. That's be your why, own
3: man.
0: That's
1: why Katie and Amber are on on Sproul Disruption Network. Out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why they're there now. They're because I want the growth. I want us all to work together. I want us to provide good content for all the people listening. And I yeah. love you all. And it's the sharing thing because
2: you know it, it, most people would be would try to protect their property. We just want to give it out. You
1: know, take it. I don't give a shit what you do with it. Yeah, use it. Use it. Abuse it.
3: Be free. Take me,
1: baby. Throw me down on the couch and make me feel like a fucking whore.
3: Wow. that's.
1: Far. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a guess uh, that you're feeling pretty good right about now. Yeah, the pain is not quite as bad as it was. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, The Disruption Network, and now on Salty. I love you guys. Peace. Dave, what else you got to say? Anything?
2: No, that's it. It's 6 o'clock, man. I'm glad to go. It's 6 o'clock? No, it's 8 o'clock. Well, it's 6 o'clock my time.
1: All right, brother. Peace out. Love you. Later on. Love you, too. Bye. Bye.
6: Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet, the loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused. Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time In the dirt to see grace What I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake What I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this rat race leaving this place is time to blast off destination space with the sunset hung behind us and the universe to blind us from the moon we'll watch the whole world explode moving free unguided through the beautiful the silent with the light show from a passing you Of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one, I've been in this alone With arms stacked against, I've been drowning in stress they said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left. An old man once told me, Ali, don't ever love back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent flight. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS. The death has been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the ocean
4: oh lost in the globe the unknown. these don't go love you guys so much thanks the first 52s the bump diggity.